So there are two words, prazo, poeo. And the one word is a Greek number 4160, which is poeo. And the other one is the number, trying to see where that number, 4238 is prazo. So there's two Greek words in Strong's Concordance, two different numbers, two different meanings. Now, as you read it, you want to know which word is used in these scriptures that we're looking at. Does the word that they have used, does it mean to practice habitually, continuously, or does it mean not one time, not one single act, because it makes a lot of difference. You see, one is that you continually, habitually sin, and one is you can't commit one single act of sin. You say, well, both sound pretty bad to me. Well, I'm not through yet. But I want you to see it because it is so important. Go all the way down to the bottom of the page where you have in the square box. You'll notice on the left the word poeo, bold. And the Greek number is 4160, and you can get a strong concordance. You can look it up. That's what I did. That's what I did. I copied this right out of the book. Said, don't you know a little Greek? Yeah, he runs a restaurant down on the corner. So we know that the word poeo means not one single act. Now look at the next word, the last line on the page, prazo, 4238. Perform repeatedly or habitually, thus differing from poeo, which properly refers to a single act. That's in the Strong's Dictionary. This is the authority for the study of your Greek. Now, Look at the numbers, 4160, 4238. Now turn your page over and look where Strong's applies those numbers to the right word in the sentence in the scripture. And you'll notice where I have underlined 1 John 3, 9, where it says, is born of God, doth not commit sin. That word commit. What's the number out there to the right? 4160. 4160 is the Greek word poeo. And poeo means not one single act. Now you tell me how they can put practice in there or habitually commit in there when it's the wrong Greek word. Look over there again. Look down at the bottom of the page where it has 1 John 3, 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgressive, and in verse 8, he that committeth sin is of the devil. That word is the number 4160. It's not the word prazo, which means to continually or habitually commit. So you see, when you want to believe something, you can say whatever you want. But in reality, that's not what God said. God's word says in the book of 1 John 3, 9, and that whole paragraph that we read, is talking about the original 
from the Greek is talking about you can't commit one single act of sin. So see, you don't have to worry about practicing it. You can't even commit one. See, boy, that's worse than we had before. Because occasionally I might mess up. But I don't practice it. Well, since the word is poeo, and it means you cannot commit one single act of sin, how do you explain it? Because you and I know we both still sin. And pretty good at it. Take your Bible and turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Don't leave me now. Don't let your mind go anywhere else. Stick with me and understand this because this is so important. You'll also see why the King James is superior to all the other translations. Because they didn't put it down according to their interpretation, but according to a translation. They used the right word and the right meaning. But notice here in 1 Corinthians in chapter 15, I want you to look there in verse 45. Verse 45, this is on page 1227. Verse 45 says, And so it is written, The first man, Adam, made a living soul. Last, Adam, a quickening spirit. So in the Word of God, it's like there's only two men that's ever come into this world. They came from different worlds. You see, Adam was from this world. This hand, Jesus Christ, is from another world. They're two different worlds. As you could say, they're a world apart. And they are. The first man in the world, Adam, well, all of us who have a flesh birth, let me see, how many of y'all have a flesh birth? Let me see your hand. How many of you are not sure? If you have a physical birth, and you're sitting here this morning, and I can see you, you have a flesh birth. You were born into this world because of Adam. And Adam was a sinner. And because he had an old sinful nature, so do you. So our first birth, born of Adam, were just like him. Then he makes this statement, the last Adam. All right, look over here. This is Jesus Christ. He wasn't born of Adam. He was born of God. Born of God. You see, he didn't have a sinful nature. Adam did. So did y'all. Oh. All of us have a sinful nature. We're all born into this world because of Adam. And because we all sin, we're all going to die. Die. Over here, Jesus Christ. He came from out of space. A place called heaven. He didn't have a sinful nature, so he didn't sin. He couldn't sin. Impossible to sin. And because he didn't sin, he didn't have to die. So he voluntarily laid his life down for all of us that were born of Adam. The first Adam. So that by birth... Believing that what he did was for us, everybody born of Adam can be born of God.
by faith. When you believe he did it for you, then God gives you a new birth. You have now two of them. I was born into the world because of Adam. I was born into God's family because of Christ. First Adam, second Adam. Now look what he says here in verse 46. Howbeit that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterwards that which is spiritual. Look up here. You see, the spiritual didn't come first. The natural came first. And then, that which is spiritual. I was born into this world as a natural birth, a flesh birth, as a sinner. And then one day I trusted Christ as my Savior. And I was born spiritually into God's family. That was 51 and a half years ago. The other one, that was 70 years ago. So this one came first. And then this one. Now look what he says in verse 47. The first man is of the earth. The second man is the Lord from heaven. See, I didn't make that up. It's right here. The Bible teaches this. And it says in verse 48, And as is the earthy, so are they also which are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. Look up here. Adam of the earth, sinful nature. So are they that are born of Adam. Jesus Christ, heavenly, perfect, righteous, no sinful nature. So those who trust Christ as their Savior will bear the image of the heavenly. Just like I bear the image of the earthly. There's two different births. And unless a man is born again into God's family, he will die in his sins. Because you were born in sin, you live in sin, you'll die that way. But if you trust Christ as your Savior, you're in Him. And in Him, you'll never die. So when I physically drop dead, that's my first birth, not my second birth. Now, look what he said in verse 49. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. First Adam, second Adam. Sinful, perfect. So, those who are born of God, whosoever is born of God, then God is the Father. You're born of God. That means that you are a child of God. And if you were born of God, a spiritual birth, it didn't have a sinful nature. If it doesn't have a sinful nature, it cannot sin. That's why he says, whosoever is born of God cannot commit one single act of sin. Because his seed remained in him, and he cannot sin. But you see, when you read this from other translations, it does away with this one. And it's trying to tell you that, yes, you've been doing all this sinning. Now, if you're really saved, you're not going to continue to sin. Well, that's to this guy. That's wicked. That's wrong. It's not what the Scripture says. Well, if you're saved, you're not going to continue in sin. Yes, you will. Look up here. I got these two births. This was born in sin, lives in sin, and it'll always continue to sin. Practices sin. 
But see, the scriptures in the King James got it right. You can't commit one single act of sin because he's talking about two different births. When you and I was born into this world, we had an old sinful nature. And we just by nature do the things that are wrong. We are naturally rebellious. We are all like sheep. We all want our own way. And the Bible says you cannot save yourself. You cannot change that. There's no amount of clean living that's going to change the way you are. It'll never make you perfect. That's why when Christ died on the cross, it was the only way for you and I to be perfect and go to heaven for all eternity was to have another birth. Be born the second time without any sin. So when you believe that Christ died and paid for all of your sins, he paid for everything, this one is done. All of it. He paid for all of it so that you and I could be free from the condemnation. And we're born into God's family. So I have two births. This one over here continues to sin. This one over here is still rebellious. This one over here, the Bible calls it, you're born of the devil. A child of the devil. And Jesus told them that in the Gospel of John. Well, you trusted Christ as your Savior. Now you're born of God. Now as a child of God, it is the will of God that we live like God's children. But see, because I have these two births, I should understand. When I sin, and because of how much I sin, that's this guy. This guy wasn't born of God. This is the one that was born of God. He doesn't commit sin. So that whenever I die, this one is buried because my sinful nature is in my flesh, not in my spirit. And God has washed my soul as white as snow. So I'll go to heaven whenever I die. So that's why once you trust Christ as Savior, you are a child of God. And as a child of God... You don't have a sinful nature. And if you don't have a sinful nature, it doesn't sin. If it doesn't sin, it doesn't die. So once you trust Christ as your Savior, how long then will you be a child of God? Forever. See, this is why God promises us, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. That's not this first birth. It's the second birth that hath everlasting life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you, the second birth, you may know that you have eternal life. So can you know you're going to heaven when you die? Yeah. You see, when you have translations that teaches the other, you're putting into their hands or into yours something very confusing that has a totally different meaning. Now take your Bible and go back there to the... Book of 1 John. Back to 1 John. 1 John in chapter 3. Look up there now in verse 4. In verse 4. Whosoever committeth sin 
transgresses also the law, for the sin is the transgression of the law. Look up here. Which one of these transgresses the law? Which one of these breaks the law? This one over here. The flesh birth. The one of the first Adam. This is the one who has broken all the rules. Now notice. In verse 5, and ye know that he was manifested to take away our sin. Talking about Christ. And in him, in him, get this, in him is how much sin? There is no sin in him. There is no sin in him. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. It means not commit one single act. That's the new birth. This is why God Saved you by grace, not because you earned it or worked for it or deserve it. He loved you that much that he did something for the whole world that whosoever would believe it could have this new birth. And this new birth is why you're going to heaven because, you see, this new birth is perfect. You see, what does a perfect person look like? You see, in my new birth, I'm perfect. I am as righteous as God. He gave me his righteousness. If he gave me his righteousness, that would make me as righteous as God. Would that be good enough to go to heaven on? Yes, I'm going to heaven on. But you see, there's people over here who've never trusted Christ and him alone. And they're trying to earn their way to heaven by trying to eliminate all these sins they commit. Well, I got to stop my drinking. I got to stop my smoking. And then this is why you have preachers. You got to turn from your sin. Turn from your sins. Turn or burn. Forsake or bake. Wine or pine. Moan or groan. Whatever it is. Do it. And yet, it's an impossibility. You can't turn from your sins. Why? It's on the inside. It's your nature. It's like asking a dog. Dog, you stop acting like a dog. I'll make you a chicken. Okay, when's the dog going to stop acting like a dog? Or I'll make you a cow. Calf. She loves cows. I don't know, horses. But you see, God had said, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. That's why you have to have the new birth. And the new birth is not a result of you changing your life. It's because he that believeth on me, what? Believe he died and paid for all that you've ever done or ever will do. And when you believe he did it for you, then he gives you as a free gift everlasting life. And you become a child of God. That very moment, 51 years ago in a little old living room, I trusted Christ as my Savior. That moment, I became a child of God. And it's never changed. Can't be changed. I was Perfect in Christ. That very moment. That very day. And it's never been changed since and can't be changed. Now, this whole sinful nature I've got, it has never improved. It's still just as bad as it's always been. It's just that I am able to control it a little bit better than I used to. But if I turn my back on this old sinful nature, he'll knock me upside the head and ruin my life. And I know that. Because he's still sinful and still wicked. And he still practices sin. He habitually commits sin. Whether in deed or thought. Or motives. 
or emotions. You can't trust the flesh. That's why when you trusted Christ as your Savior, he gave you a new birth. And the new birth is hungry, has desires. And so you satisfy these desires by feeding on the word of God. And if you do, you'll get to be a stronger Christian in this life. One of these days, yeah, this one's going to die. Yankee's going to be in a casket and y'all going to weep and wail and gnash your teeth. So the poor guy's gone. He just got here. Poor guy. And then about five minutes, y'all go out there and eat your third Sunday dinner. <laughs> but don't worry about me. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. You see, this new birth is going to heaven because it's perfect and it's righteous and it's just, just like the Lord. Uh, look up there in verse 2. Beloved, now, now are we the sons of God. I'm not going to be a child of God. I already am a child of God. I've already been born into God's family. And that's why he says, It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall see him like he is, for we shall see him as he is. We shall be like him. So there's a day coming when the Lord comes back, and I'm going to be just like him, in the sense that I won't have this one. This one is already like him. It's just that I won't have this anymore. And I'll be with the Lord for all eternity. See, this, this is good news. And King James has it right. It used the right word to explain it. Because, see, this is a translation and not an interpretation. What somebody thinks because they can't believe this means what it says. It does mean exactly what it says. And as you read down through here, you have to keep the two births separate. See there in verse 7? Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteous is righteous, even as he is righteous. Look up here. This one is righteous, just like he is righteous. This one is a sinner, just like Adam was a sinner. I got two different ones. And if you see me sin, don't you judge this one. Say, well, this one doesn't exist. Yes, he does. Sometimes... This one gets victory over me. Sometimes I say and do things I shouldn't do, just like you. But God says, if we strengthen ourselves and do right, then God will help us to grow and to be strong. You see, some Christians are so spiritually skinny, they could use a Cheerio for a hula hoop. You need to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Look up here. This hand represents... You and me. This wallet represents sin. You see, you and I, we're all sinners. And the reason is because we came from the first Adam. He was a sinner. He messed it up for us, didn't he? And God says that he still loves us. He loved Adam and Eve. Whenever he made man, God loved us. And he says that the sin has to be paid and the Payment for sin is eternal separation from God in hell. And so the whole world, everybody who's born of Adam, a first physical flesh birth, God still loves you. He just don't like your sin. But your sin comes from a sinful nature that you were born with. God's not against you. It's just that God can't let you go to heaven the way you are because, see, if you'll sin here, you'll sin there. So God won't let you go. He says you have to be born again. Because God doesn't want any sin in heaven. And when the only way you can get there without sin is to be born again. 
So God says you cannot earn eternal life. You can't work your way to heaven. You can't buy it. He said eternal life is the gift of God. See, this is what Christ did for us. We had no hope. This isn't something you earn or work for, and, and if you try real hard, uh, you'll get to go to heaven someday. No, no, no. This hand represents Jesus Christ. He's the Lord God in the flesh. Came into the world because he loves us. Hates our sin because it separates us from him. So Jesus Christ, who had no sin, didn't have to die. He took all the sin of all the world, paid for it, came back from the dead, said if we would believe, he did it for us. He would put this payment to our account. We go to heaven on what Christ did. Have you been born again? Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you believe he made this payment for you? God said, if you'll believe it, you'll have a new birth today, right now. It's free. It's a gift. He loves you that much. There's no tricks to it. No, no strings attached. You don't have to give money to this church. You don't have to change your life, stop anything, promise anything. Just as a sinner, Lord, I'm a sinner. It's what I am. I sin. It's what sinners do. But God loves sinners. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And he did something for us no one else could do. He paid for our sins. Came back from the dead. Is that so hard to believe? Can you just believe that he did it for you? If you will trust him as your Savior, he said he would give you as a free gift everlasting life. Never cast you out. Never lose you. And whosoever, born of God, doth not commit sin, can't die, lives forever. Best news in the world. Let's pray, shall we? With heads bowed, nice closed, and no one looking around. If you're here this morning, and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, you may have heard about this all your life, but maybe never really trusted the Lord. Would you do that right now? I'm not going to have you stand up or come forward, but right where you're sitting. Say, preacher, that made sense to me. I think I finally got it. And friend, if you will trust the Lord, I'd like to have prayer for you. And I'm going to ask you in just a moment to raise your hand. Raising your hand doesn't save you. It just lets me know that what I said made sense to you. And say, preacher, that made sense to me. And I will trust Christ as my Savior. And I'd like you to pray for him in closing. So is there anyone at all say, yes, I will trust the Lord. Just slip your hand up very quickly and put it right back down. Is there anyone at all? No one at all. If you know this, you understand this, tell people about it. The best news in all the world, to know that you can be saved and never go to hell. Never. Never. Because you've been born of God. Father, thank you so much for this time together, for the study of your word. Bless each one. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.